Till shade is gone. Till water is gone. Into the shadow with teeth bared. Screaming defiance with the last breath. To spit in Sightblinder's eye on the last day. By my honor and the light. My life will be a dagger for Sightblinder's heart. Until the last day. To, to Shiloh Ghoul itself. itself. This is a Dagger for Sightblinder, a podcast focused on all things Wheel of Time, with your hosts, Sarah Lucas and Adam Tricola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of A Dagger for Sightblinder. May, may you find shade this day, including you, Sarah. How are you? <laughs> Thank you, Adam. I'm good. How are you? I'm also good. I noticed that you didn't also hope that I get shade. I just assume that you're hogging it all the time. <laughs> that's fair. That's, <laughs> that's a good fat joke. <laughs> that's not a fat joke. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Adam hogging the shade. <laughs> I was actually just saying that you're greedy. That's, that's why there are no fat, fat Aiel, so, so that they can fit as many people in the shade as they can. Hmm. You don't that's know about why. The Aiel. Yeah. And also they're a warrior society that does a lot of really badass things and they don't have time to be fat. So, <laughs> you know, you know, unlike me who just stares at the screen. So anyways, the show's over, Sarah. Yeah. I hate to break it to you. Uh, what are your thoughts overall I'm a little, right now? I'm a little sad that it's over. I'm debating watching the whole season again, like straight through. Like, like binge watching it or you're thinking like doing a once a week kind of thing no like binge watching it okay so i feel like i have to okay tell me about it i'll i'll binge watch vicariously oh, okay but <laughs> <laughs> vicarious binge watching it's that'll, gonna be a thing <laughs> that'll go really well <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> i can tell you're gonna get annoyed real quick i, I sense I a block a... in my future <laughs> <laughs> i have a good feeling about this <laughs> yeah 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 so that'll be good um <laughs> no that that's cool i i don't know if i'm gonna uh, i'll i'll watch it again before the season two i, I doubt that i will actually get around to it until then though because yeah. if, if i'm just being honest i I love Wheel of Time. I love the books. And I love that we have this, that we're doing the podcast about the books as well. Mm -hmm. uh, don't regret that. Uh, and I, I don't regret doing it about the, sh the show either, but the show itself didn't grip me the way I was really hoping for. It was intriguing, a lot of parts of it. A lot of parts were different. And I, you know, it inspired my imagination or caught my imagination, whatever. But it, at the end of the day, I, I spend very little time thinking about the show now and that, that's right. kind of a good metric on for me at least for interest of if I'm thinking about it and I can't wait to watch the next one then you know it did a good job in general yeah that's a good point so that which is why I feel like I need to watch it again because I really enjoy and binge watching in particular because I enjoy watching shows straight through once they've been a weekly release mm. I feel like it tends to flow better I feel like you were just telling me about that about Hawkeye that you did that and you didn't get a favorable result either. So yeah, that's too bad. But I did it with um, Winter Soldier and 
that was a favorable result. Oh, okay. Well, good. So 50% favorable results. I mean, that's the, that's a passing grade in Canada. So we're good. It is a passing grade in Canada. <laughs> I almost did a spit take anyway. So. <laughs> Damn it. So close. Um, do you want to do our shameless plug? Because we haven't done it in a minute. Oh, yeah. Before oh, yeah. we move on. There's the shade. There we go. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll be happy to though. So, so everyone, we, we have our, we've actually been growing in downloads and everything. It's been exciting. It'll be very interesting to see how it all plays out. Now that the show's over, there's going to be a lot of people who don't listen to this cast because they're not as interested in the books and that, that's fine. But if you have been enjoying it and you haven't done it already, we would really appreciate you going on to a couple different places just to support us uh, for free, like easy free ways to support us. Uh, just like on, if you're on iTunes, you could give us a five-star rating and a review. Those help a lot for visibility. On Podbean, you can just hit that follow button. We actually got passed by, but we were at, we were in ninth place for a little bit. Yeah. And now we're in 10th again because some D-bags uh, started getting more <laughs> followers than us. So, uh, you know, we're we're okay for now, but our visibility is threatened, guys. We need, we need more followers on Podbean, and that one's really easy to do. Just uh, hit, hit, hit follow. Hit follow. And if you, you don't even have to be signed in, apparently. You can you you'll just be assigned a random number. So uh, we would really appreciate that. Uh, any likes that you can do on whatever platforms you're on that that's really helpful and then we also we've been growing a little bit on YouTube we have 53 subs Woo. <laughs> this is my personal YouTube channels like about to hit 10k like we're we're getting there though so 53 <laughs> I know but but it, it is it's it's actually been steadily growing for that for the level of investment that we put on it but uh, we would we, we want to use that as a future potential platform to make other content for wheel of time and we'd, we're not going to get anywhere with just 53 subs so if you haven't done that yet we would really appreciate that help us with the algorithm and everything uh did i miss anything on our I... discord server oh yeah yeah so our discord server in the show notes you can find a link to the discord server it's a chat area if you haven't been on discord before it's uh and we've got we've got it on lockdown in terms of spoilers so mm -hmm. uh, if you don't want to spoil yourself you don't have to worry about it we have a general discussion but then uh, you know and that that's like don't don't talk about spoilers there but then you go in and assign yourself spoiler roles or like roles that you want to do and it, it's really easy you just click buttons you don't have to like type in a complicated like bot command or anything yeah. you just you just say, oh, I want TV show spoilers and click the TV show button at the bottom. Uh, so then that, and then that opens up the right room for it. And then you can talk about the TV show. So yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty fancy. Sarah set it up for us. Uh, though, to be fair, I totally was the one who came up with the idea. So you just, did. I, I did give you credit for that. Yeah, thanks. You're... Yeah. You're the non-lazy one of us. Right. I just did all the work. Right. Well, it's right. good. Yeah. Cool. As long as we're clear there. Right. And you probably would have come up with the idea too. I just, I, I wasn't, I just wasn't doing anything at the time. So I was <laughs> able to articulate it <laughs> earlier. <laughs> awesome. Cool. 
Well, now that we've done that, do you want, yeah. do you want to move on? Do you? You're, you're the... I'm the lazy one, remember? I don't know if moving is really in the books. Right. Okay. So I'll I'll just decide. Let's let's move on. The show is done. Um, oh, we're we're moving on from the show. Wow. Well, I mean, not not quite yet. But now that, that it's abrupt. done. Oh, the show is okay. I see. I thought you meant the podcast. I was like, Oh, no, no. I was no. like, that's so messed up to do that while we're recording. <laughs> heartless (laughs) (laughs) i've decided to see other podcasts (laughs) final episode uh no 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 no. the seer the the season of the show of wheel of time itself is done oh it is is yeah absolutely is so um the the showrunner he did like an interview and i think it's got some pretty cool points that we could talk about yeah um because he kind of goes over like the finale and why he changed some things and a lot of things actually um could we let's put this in the let's put this link in our like show a, notes. The, the show notes and i'll put it on the youtube channel as cool. well uh, in the video description so you guys can go and see it yourself if you want to because uh, we, we can't really cover all of it no 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 it, it is a pretty quick um read i mm-hmm. think there were some interesting little tidbits of information in it um the first one that stuck out to me was that he mentioned that if all goes according to plan the series will be 50 to 60 episodes long Right. Well, yeah, he, he was like, well, even if everything goes perfectly, mm-hmm. then we'll only have 50 to 60 episodes. Like he, and he did say it a couple times of, I hope the show continues because it's, it's not, it hasn't been approved for all eight seasons yet. Right. So 50 to 60, that's seven to eight seasons. If you're doing eight that episodes, would, that would take, that would take like a full like really long weekend to be able to binge watch all of that yeah mm-hmm. that'd be that'd be fine it's doable for you totally right. yeah it's within your powers it's within my <laughs> powers <laughs> um that that was the first bit though that stuck out for for me um they he Fair. talked a little bit about the decision with moraine uh with whether or not she's been stilled and all this which i didn't really follow to be i I kind of understood his reasoning and you know he wants to make sure moraine has a story arc right right i i'll be so interested to see what what she what they end up doing with her but it sounds like what he's doing like he wanted they wanted to mostly go for book one things and then in this next season we're basically taking on all like some some things from season two and three were in both were in the first season but now now he wants to take on things that happened in books two and three in the next season in general so like that that's that's kind of what i i got from it anyways was and in in one of those books moraine and land do kind of just just sit out a little bit like that they're they're not as prominent they're in there but not as prominent and 
of course, their big name actress, their big name talent, whatever, hmm. is, is Moraine. That they they can't just sit her on the bench. Yeah, I, they I, they need to utilize her. Yeah, like she she's very clearly important to them. She she gets audiobook deals. She gets she gets preferential treatments. She gets she gets a a lesbian story like le- <laughs> love, love love interest whatever you know. She gets she gets all kinds of things she didn't get in the in the books. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and I'm good with it. Actually, she she is great. She's one of the highlights of the of the season, in my opinion. Right. Um, yeah, so it's fine. I think I just like that he was addressing it. Um, and then the the last one, which you pointed out to me that it was in there at the very end. Right. Which I will preface it with spoiler, 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 if you don't want to know. Right because he does confirm this spoiler loyal is not dead yet yet so i'm happy about that i didn't Mm -hmm. think we could kill him didn't want to kill him well so you say that and maybe he won't die but gosh okay so so he says let me see if i can if you can find the exact quote Yeah, okay, so he says, Loyal is not dead. He is alive and well and shooting in Prague because there's shooting season two right now. And he Mm -hmm. said, I wanted people to be a little on their toes because real deaths are coming for characters that don't die in the books. We have to because we can't hold 2000 series regulars through multiple seasons. It's coming and I want people to emotionally prepare themselves. The thought that Loyal might be gone will hopefully start to get people emotionally prepared, but I couldn't. He's my favorite, which I think is this load of crap. Because Loyal gets like three lines in each episode, and that's it. He's like, I say this cool Loyal thing. Here's another Loyalism. Here's Mm -hmm. another, oh, shut up. But, so are you thinking it's a load of crap that he's the favorite, or a load of crap that you don't think he's alive? A load of crap that he's his favorite, because it's Ah. false. It has to be false, right? I mean... I'm glad he's I'm glad he likes loyal I don't want him to die I I actually despite his weird appearance mm-hmm. I, I got over that pretty quick and me too, he, me too and I really I want more loyal he he could he could he's way more interesting than Perrin so far <laughs> I mean Friggin Perrin I was I don't know we I need to stop harping on that I just on our discord server so like it auto links those the videos that amazon puts out on them and the the thumbnail was of perrin (laughs) you're like look at him yeah nothing yeah look another picture of perrin standing there (laughs) doing absolutely nothing yeah um yeah no but i thought that was interesting uh i think it makes sense that there would be deaths coming that aren't necessarily the same as what's in the book but it makes me worry yeah me too me too well here's the thing i I think it just in general robert jordan is a little too forgiving on his characters throughout the series and i i can't that there are absolutely deaths in the series and i I don't want to i can't give away like who uh, that's not going to be spoilers but i i always felt like there are even a couple times that 
people die and then mm-hmm. they just like like it just rewinds and oh look at that like they're back alive oh I, I shocked you but I didn't want to really want to kill these characters right but, and and in general I applaud that about authors I, I think I think the shock value that they do in Wheel of Time and I realize some people like it and I don't want to demean what their preferences are but for me, the shock value of losing a character that you built up in, in an entire story, like like the in book one, they kill, you know, spoiler alert for for uh, Game of Thrones, like you kill Ned Stark mm-hmm. after you spend an entire book building up this character. He still had a lot of cool things he can accomplish and a lot of really strong value to the narrative, and they just get rid of him just to shock people. I. Uh, personally that I found that a little bit off-putting and so I typically approve of characters living longer than they should right I think I'm in the in the show I I guess I can see the the value of every once in a while getting giving people the axe or at least like exiling them exiling them (laughs) right and then you can uh it 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 has that shock factor it keeps you intrigued you want to know what's going on yeah yeah well and and we've said it a few times it's a new spinning of the wheel uh, if people yeah. die here this time then that's fine they didn't die in the books like we we have two versions it's good right exactly um okay so i will put that in the notes then people can read it if they want to read it and if they yeah. don't want to read it they don't have to no they um, have to even if they don't want to <laughs> The guy, uh, he said that there's 17,000 pages of Wheel of Time. I didn't read. realize there were that many. Yeah. Well, obviously, because I've been listening to them on Audible. <laughs> well, it just depends on what size of text you want, too. So. Right, right. Very true. And now I have some of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look in the background if you guys are watching on the YouTube version of this. Yeah. Christmas is good. <laughs> <laughs> job christmas good job christmas all right um okay so do we want to go into the book and is there anything else you want to talk about show wise i feel like there's nothing else no i'm i'm yeah i'm gonna keep an eye on the news or whatever maybe at some point but otherwise yeah i I just think i don't know i want to talk of course, I, I, have, I have all these things to talk about the show, but we could we could spread them out over episodes because there's nothing pressing. Uh, what about you? Anything else you want to say? Because the book is exciting too. We're start, we're getting to the exciting parts of the book. Yeah, we're getting we're getting to some good stuff. I don't I don't think I have anything else. That's a good idea to spread out our thoughts though over the next episodes. All right, we don't Just, have unlimited thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> I have thoughts. I have thoughts. I have thoughts. <laughs> um, you know. It's fine. Maybe I'll just write them down so I don't forget. Good. I wish I had done that. (laughs) (laughs) Your thoughts are gone. Cool. So (laughs) let's go into the book. Um, So into Eye of the World again. And spoilers for everything leading up to Eye of the World, which is book one, Mm -hmm. up, up through chapter 45. Yeah, so we're going to do those next five chapters, 41 to 45. Um, but we, I mean, we will anything probably, before that yeah, is fair we'll, game. We'll probably, we'll probably discuss any, anything on the show is also worth, because if we're comparing things to the show. That's... Right, right, absolutely. 
which yeah. some of this is in the show. So cool. So let's hop in. Okay. Cool. So chapter 41 is old friends and new threats. Um this is sort of kind of in the show. Uh, except that they're not in Camelot. So this is after Rand has left the palace from the last, from when Morgay's, you know, lets him go, even though Elida doesn't think she should. Yep. Uh, So he leaves, he goes back to the Queen's Blessing Inn where Basil and Loyal are hanging out and he tells them all about meeting the Queen. And it sounds like this crazy story that he's telling. And then eventually they, you know, end up believing him. Um, and Basil suggests that Rand and Matt need to leave. And he's yeah, like, because, he because he's, uh, Elida is yes. there, right? Like Elida is going to try to yes. capture them, uh, obtain them. Yes. So he's like, you got to go, you got to get your stuff and, and get out of here. And Loyal is like, oh, I want to come with you. <laughs> So that, to, that's that's Taviran. Yes, exactly. He's all he's all pumped about this Taviran thing. So um then you've got white cloaks arriving at the inn while while this is happening, and they're mm. looking for two dark friends that have come from the two rivers. And while that's kind of going on, um, I can't remember who it is. Someone tells tells basil there's a woman in the kitchens asking for matt and rand by name mm-hmm. um and rand thinks that it's elaine and then realizes that he never told them about matt and matt doesn't know about elaine so it can't be elaine which i thought was very humorous um but anyway so they run down there and it's everybody moraine's back lands back Nynaeve, Egwene, Perrin, everyone's all gang gangs back together so that's fun um and then yeah yeah, uh everyone you know notices that matt is sick because matt's in his full-blown emo dagger phase here emo dagger phase emo dagger phase oh yeah he has he has that creepy lie he calls doesn't he call naive pretty naive or something yeah that's right he does he's so creepy here um And this is when uh, Moraine like tells everyone to kind of like, you know, stay away from, from him. And she goes up to him and Matt tries to stab her with the dagger. Yeah. Land stops it. And then, you know, everyone gets kicked out. Moraine's like, leave. We gotta, I gotta deal with this. And everyone gets kicked out while she's gonna try and deal with Matt. Yeah. So that, that's the chapter. Pretty epic. Yeah. So so yeah, uh, Rand hasn't told him all his story yet, though I don't think. No, he has not. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought. Yeah, that this was it, after a period of all of them branching out and doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of it's nice to have everyone get back together. Mm-hmm. And I like like in this, you, you got that. It, it's slightly different from the show because they cut out Camelin entirely. Um, but you still have, you know, Matt trying to stab Moraine and Yeah, you know. they, they had a really watered down version of it. Uh, yeah. Which which is in the show that was fine. 
but for the book, this this felt good because after after Rand and Matt have been through so much, and really so have Perrin and Egwene, and so have Lan and like all of them have have had a lot going on. Like <laughs> Perrin has yellow eyes. I think feel like they notice his eyes at, at some point, either here or the, in the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, everyone just is back together. And I think they notice his eyes in the next chapter. Uh, and this is, this is the point where, yeah, you also realize that Matt isn't just like being affected by the dagger. He's also, well, he, I guess it is just the dagger, but he's still, I don't know. The dagger is, it, ha- it has like, I, I don't know, I guess, at, at this stage, this is where I realized that the dagger was was more than point. Like he was, he's really doing like it's it's really a destructive force in his life. It's not just making right. him annoying. It's actually actively like taking over. Basically, like he doesn't. He's almost like powerless against it. He's sick. He's right. He's got some kind of sickness. He doesn't know how to deal with. Right. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So. In the next chapter, Remembrance of Dreams, this is when, you know, they're they're all in the library while Moraine's doing this. So Rand's, he has to introduce them all to Loyal because they don't go into the library right away. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of funny. And he's, you know, telling them his story and parents asking Loyal about steadings and if they're actually like a safe, a place of safety, um, which I thought was interesting because he had just been in a steading um Mm -hmm. but which is kind of like a neat little correlation because he had been in in a setting as a place of safety and it didn't turn out to be a place of safety for him right so it's kind of cool that he's asking loyal whether or not they actually are well, yeah, I mean, I think there's more in the context of is this place of safety mm-hmm. if they're if they're Ogier there at least. Right. I mean, I, I can't imagine that Ogier would actually allow the shenanigans that the white cloaks and the wolves got into. Right. Right. Yeah, but but it was cool. Like the the fun thing was, so you're they're they're all in their adventures, and this is kind of what it feels like an adventure, like like a, a role-playing game where you have your adventure and then you go back to town and you buy supplies and you level up and yeah like you finally you, you've been dr- dungeon crawling this whole time and you're like oh this is a cool item but i don't or i think it is but we have we gotta we gotta use some magic thing to identify it so we can't use it like we'll just put it in our pack and find out later and so they get back and uh, like parents acquired yellow eyes and, yeah exactly and ran and ran notices this because like Perrin I think Rand first notices actually that Perrin's not looking up at them he's like kind of looking at the ground and Mm -hmm. stuff and then he notices his eyes um but yeah that's exactly what it's like you're you're out everyone comes back together they eat they sleep they rest right yeah they restore their hit points they get their magic spells back to get back in place and uh, yeah and they're all stronger now because they're all parents like i didn't know anything about steading and now i can talk to an ogier mm-hmm. intelligently like knowledgeably about steadings and we can actually have this conversation yeah like, i i am wiser now for my for my travels and yeah it's a good it's a good thing 
Yeah, and Rand has matured and gotten better at, you know, maybe he's not better at the sword, but he's better, you know, he's practiced all, like, he knows how to do, how to talk to, you know, the different, the different innkeepers and, you know, do his spiel about, you know, just playing for, for a meal. And, you know, they've all just gained really important, just life experience. It's right. But, and they can kind of see each other instead of, instead of all of them just being coddled by Moraine as she takes care of everything, they're, they all realize they're competent in their own right. Yeah, exactly. So it's good. Just like it. Yeah. I like that. Um, okay. So then Moraine, Matt and Lan enter and Matt is relatively back to himself. You know, Moraine's explained she can't really break the bond fully. That's, that's formed to the dagger because she's not strong enough. She needs more Aes Sedai with her from Tarvalon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you, you do kind of see like a little bit of the old Matt here, which is nice because he's joking around and everyone's more upbeat and having a good time um, until like Matt kind of like slowly put he just like casually puts his hand in his coat pocket and everyone mm-hmm. like it just it's a total buzzkill move um but that's when moraine also explains that he still has the dagger like the dagger's got to stay with him because she can't fully break it so it's enough to like slow it down stop what's happening stop the the shadow spawn from following them um right it's not a it's not a total uh like you can't have a total success right <laughs> he's still cursed you have to get to a bigger town to, to right. find the to stronger priest to break the curse or something yeah yeah exactly um so that that was interesting and then there is like this whole conversation that moraine has with rand as well about his dreams and because he's been having these dreams of with Balsamon in them um the ones that i just skip because they're boring to read yeah the ones that you don't pay any attention to um well we have view for that yeah yeah so you're gonna love it we're gonna talk about one eventually um (laughs) great yeah we'll just totally stick handle that yeah (laughs) um but but she she says that because of their nature being being taviran um it's easier for the dark one to find them and to be careful and be wary of his dreams and all this kind of stuff, um, which is, you know, interesting and doesn't bode well for them. I wish that she gave him a remote that he could just fast forward his dreams on. Because you would like to fast forward those moments? Yes. Yeah, that means I don't have to. It's great. Right. right. Um, <laughs> so during all of this, by the mm-hmm. way, I forgot. Moraine does get introduced to Loyal as well. And she kind of like blows him off and ignores him, which I think annoys Loyal a little bit. But he's too, he's too polite to say so. Um, mm. Fair. I think I think that was that's the vibe that I got. But then she decides after all this, she's like, "We got we got to go to the blight." Um, and she like looks at Loyal and I was like, "Yeah, Loyal's coming with us. He's gonna help." 
Hmm. And you know, she's got a plan for me. Yeah, it's it's uh it's cool. They oh and Rand does tell them the whole story about how he went to the palace and everything. Yes. And and I, I think it well, so there's this interesting thing where he, he tells them all, even about Elaine and mm-hmm. everything. He doesn't tell them that she thinks he's handsome or whatever, but mm-hmm. he does he does tell and Apparently, so in this part, it doesn't tell us this, but it, apparently Egwene just disbelieves him. And right. then and then later in the, uh, just a few chapters later, we might even cover them in this chapter when they're, when they're doing their, uh, like they're, oh yeah, a lot dark along the way. So they go, they'll go, go into the ways. And mm-hmm. at some point they, they mentioned Elaine, Elaine again, and she's, and she's like, who was is, who is Elaine? And he says, oh, the daughter heir. And she's like, oh, if you're not going to be serious about this. Mm-hmm. She, she just decides not to trust Rand. Like she, he tells this fantastical story that everyone believes about the whole thing. But then she just randomly decides that he's lying about Elaine for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Um, I, it's I not did. apparent right here. Oh, I did no, and it's not, but I did notice that in the later chapters, um, which we can get into when we get there. There's a fun little dynamic, I thought. Um, hmm. But we'll we'll get into that. I'm sure we will. Uh, okay. Do you want to do the next chapter? Because I, like that's that's basically chapter forty-two. Let's just talk about this chapter forever. For, but the next one, there is a dream. So let's go to the next chapter after that. That is very unkind of you. (laughs) (laughs) There are no ravens in the dream. Unkind of you to even mention ravens here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so the next chapter is decisions and apparitions. And this is kind of cool because there isn't really, it, it, it doesn't, like the story doesn't really progress in the sense of that they like do anything really storyline wise in terms of physically moving. Um, but you just get a lot. <laughs> Sounds of... like my life. <laughs> <laughs> you just get a lot of info in this chapter. Um, so like, you know, Loyal is explaining how the ways were created and it was used by, and it was created by male channelers during the breaking of the world. Um and, and that's how it all, you know, kind of came to be. And it's a lot faster to travel through them because you can go from point A to point B without actually having to, you know, physically go, go there in the real world. Um, and, you know, you learn that male channelers were invited to the steadings to kind of hold off going insane after the power had been tainted or slow right. it down um and some went some didn't go eventually all of them ended up leaving and the ways ended up becoming corrupt so now people who go into the ways either don't return um and if they do return they are usually they come back senseless is what loyal says um and so he's kind of like going through all of this and moraine decides that they need to go to faldara they need to go through the ways. So Loyal needs to yep. lead them um, and help them be- since he knows 
his way through them theoretically um and they make a list of everything they need supplies all this fun stuff they go to bed they check it twice they check it Uh twice they go to bed and they have a dream oh so before we go into the dream just because i want to delay the dream talk but also (laughs) also the reason why they're they're going through the ways is uh lan who is an experienced borderlander who know who can read the signs he is noticed on their trip to camelin there are a ton of trollocs in the countryside and it's enough it's enough that it will start a whole like wide-scale war if if they actually go out there if they're discovered and uh, like them them leaving camelin through one of the camelin gates Mm -hmm. or to get to tarvalin or to get anywhere is just going to end in total disaster for the for the heroes and so they have to find a new way to do it and there happens to be a way gate in camelin yeah so they're they want to do that not not to mention they also need to shake elida from being able to to be able to do any uh to get to be able to get to them right um yeah so all that fun fun stuff yeah. we can we can talk about the dream now sure yeah you totally can we'll be brief <laughs> <laughs> matt and ran go to bed they both have a very similar dream with with balsam on there and they've got yeah. he's in like a room with a table and there's three figures on the table and they're each matt rand and perrin um and rand wakes up wakes mad up they realize they've had the same dream and now they they've realized that that balsamon can see their faces knows who they are um and and that's it that's the dream does he kill rats in this one or is that a different one Mm, i don't remember any rats in this one okay cool so they have a dream yeah but then i think they do tell moraine right they finally tell her and she's like oh i'll help you i can ward your dreams or something yeah, which she does do when they're in the waves. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yay. Yay for Moraine. And, Ye- and yay. So, I mean, I, I don't think I'm alone in saying I always, I, the, the one of the most frustrating things in any story is the lack of communication between characters about really basic, oh, yeah. important things. It's not, it's not like, so sometimes, sometimes you can really get away with, with it of, this is an intensely personal thing that I can't actually express, you know, like if someone, if someone got raped or something, you wouldn't necessarily expect them to just go and tell everyone, Hey, like this person did this to like, that, that's an intensely personal thing that maybe you, you could say like, Oh, well, this guy's going to continue to succeed in his, his really bad thing because because people are dealing with their own personal issues there. It's not just because they don't want to be, communicative but it you know in this case it, it always frustrates me like they're having these really intense dreams really I- impactful important dreams and they finally tell moraine and she's like oh well i can fix that and it's like well thank god mm-hmm. you don't have to you know <laughs> and i'm like could you have told them told her that a long time ago so i didn't have to read more of these dreams <laughs> no you needed this to happen but I, I like i like that they're actually having i mean 
Moraine always has her secrets and there's always going to that's always going to lead to certain amounts of confusion and and mishap for, right. for all the different characters you know involved but I don't know I just I liked that they were able to break through their their country stubbornness and actually tell her about this important thing yeah yeah no I agree I think it makes sense and now you don't have to worry about it as much not as much yeah there's still dreams and weird stuff but right i mean you personally because you hate you hate the dreams (laughs) oh so it was this this was the one oh yeah so that they rand goes downstairs or something and he sees a fade in the common room isn't this isn't that right i think so or he brings up the or no, wait, maybe that's in the ways that he brings up the fade because they start talking about Tom. Oh, well, now I'm, now I'm forgetting. Was it here or is it in Bear Lawn that he sees a fade in the inn and they decide they have to leave right away? Because mm. like, for sure he, he sees that, a fade. I think that was Bear Lawn. Okay. Well, yeah, one way or another. One way or another, they, they peace out. Um, yeah. They decide they leave. to leave. They leave. They leave the next the next day in chapter 44. Very good. And the dark along the ways. Yeah. Um, so this one is kind of, kind of nice because because Basil's helping them out again and he's taking them to the stable by the inn. And there's horses for everyone, including Loyal, who would prefer to walk. Right. Well, or doesn't he, he horse. doesn't he say something like he outrun? it's either in this book or a different book he says he he outran a horse once mm-hmm. i think it was this one uh, it's just funny and then at some point rand is like oh he might actually be telling the truth yeah it's yeah it's funny so um this is kind of cool though so you've got you've got horses for everyone there's a hidden yeah. the back the back wall of the stables like a hidden door so they can go out it goes into an alleyway in camelin and they can go to this house that it has a way gate in it um in in the basement right and that that's where the the old ogier grove was and loyal is of -hmm. course just so annoyed why would you get rid of trees and put buildings (laughs) here it's true uh he's that guy who would sit in a tree instead of let the construction team like cut it down (laughs) at a park or something he's like it's just gonna be a parking lot like hey save the big old tree he's he's that guy yeah to put the parking lot around the tree right he's like if i stay here long enough Mm -hmm. we can you know we'll save it but yeah he's he's just so annoyed by humans and they're so hasty they get rid of their groves and i don't know it's just so stuffy and intellectual and endearing actually it's why i I like like loyal yeah well because he's not malicious at all he's he's just like oh this is so sad i'm so sad i mourn this but i'm not i don't hold it against you stupid humans like you guys are so frail and weak yeah. I, I i wouldn't and it, but he's so yeah he's written so well that it, it comes off as very genuine as yeah well. yeah exactly that's exactly what it is it's very genuine um so anyway so they go into this house it's in the basement horses go in everyone's going into the way gate moraine's open it it's just a it's a wall that's you know been decorated with vines and flowers on it which i thought was really nice um and they they go in loyal takes them 
and he's clearly reading the the guideposts leading them through there and they have noted that there is a ton of decay in the ways um and they're going across bridges through these different islands and curving ramps all this fun stuff and this chapter just ends once they're they're at this bridge going between um islands when the bridge just ends so that they're stuck um and the chapter ends so i liked this because in terms of relation to the show i thought the show handled this pretty well of how the ways was depicted (laughs) the ways was depicted or the ways were depicted the ways was depicted Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so just check in to see if you're gonna if you're gonna stand your ground or not. I am. All right. Good. Good for you. Yeah. So th- this was just really interesting. Uh, they they go through and it's just this really creepy place and no one wants to talk and Moraine's not gonna coddle them either because she's not the coddling sort and Lan isn't gonna coddle him because he's especially not the coddling sort Hmm. and so they're all just left with their gloomy thoughts in this really dark scary place yeah yeah um no but it's it's fine because they pick it up right away in the next chapter (laughs) yay it's like yay we we didn't need to break for chapter but i have a cool name for the next chapter so yeah going? exactly i was like this is a very short chapter and then the, the the next one is literally the same thing this all could have been one chapter i agree um gosh i'm looking through the names of these chapters you, you always name our episodes after them i, I guarantee you're I gonna call it remembrance of dreams aren't you it just occurred to me <laughs> just, I don't, just because uh, i don't like the dreams i don't have to <laughs> I know I said this to try to trick you away from it. So uh-huh, we'll, see. Uh-huh. we'll see how it goes. We will. We'll see if my my daring ploy has has led to success or failure for our hero. I actually wasn't going to call it that, but now I feel like I have to. Right. I mean, you could call it what follows in shadow because that's the last chapter, and it's pretty cool, actually. That that's probably my favorite name. That's what I was leaning towards, but now you've made the remembrance of dreams connection. I feel like I have to go that way. <sighs> you should have just stayed quiet. Adam. Another another unkindness. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you shouldn't have shown your hand here because now I will take advantage. <laughs> there, that was my hand. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so you just you said seem it. the sword to take advantage. <laughs> uh the last chapter we'll go over what follows in shadow this is like the really lengthy one of of what happens in the ways (laughs) that's what she said that's what she said Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it doesn't need to be two chapters anyway so they're stuck at this bridge it ends abruptly and this chapter picks up right there they can't really do anything um rand kind of like goes up to the edge of it and he he 
gets really dizzy and lightheaded. So he backs away and Nynaeve is blaming Moraine for taking them into the ways and they should just go back to Camelin. And she's all, you know, being Nynaeve-esque and um, Moraine's like, it's, it's fine. Like we got to go this way. It's, we can't go back to Camelin. We're going to Faldara. We got to go to the Blight and uh, Loyal will find us another route. And so, you know, that's what Loyal's going to do. And now Loyal's, this is a little side. Loyal's all pessimistic about finding them, about their chances of finding another route and getting, getting through the ways after he's seen just how much decay has happened in there. Um, it's just a little sad to hear him be sad. <laughs> It is sad to see him be sad. Yeah, it is. And, you know, like, even Rand picks up on it. Rand's like, oh, like, when, when all this is over, you can come to Eamon's Field and, and see Eamon's Field, and you can take me to your studying, and I can see your studying, and, you know, trying to, to cheer him up. And Loyal's still all sad and, you know. Morose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just sad. Rand's trying to cheer him up, and you, you can't do it, which is... I don't know. I feel like that's, it just, it makes me upset to know that Loyal is sad. I feel like he shouldn't be allowed to be sad. Would you say he's sad? Mm. Someone, (laughs) oh, I remember where I got that from. I won't say, I might make someone mad, but um, (laughs) uh, yeah, I won't say that again. Don't worry. Okay. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. It was actually said in mockery, but um, yeah. All right. I believe you. Um, <laughs> yeah. If, if, it's, if it's said in mockery, in derision, like then uh-huh. it's okay, right? I mean, <laughs> that's what I kind of basically made the argument for. Okay. We'll discuss <laughs> at a later date. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know. I'll Thanks, let you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah so so they you know they're they're moving on loyal's trying to find them another route traveling for a while and moraine decides that they are gonna have to have to camp and you know sleep over like sleep over sleep get some rest get some food and continue on in in the next day um and she, I can't remember if it was Nynaeve or Egwene. I think it was Nynaeve that asked her if she was going to be setting any wards around their like camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and she explains that she's not because she doesn't want to touch the power while they're in the ways because of all the corruption. And she's, you know, she only wants to do it if she absolutely has to, yep. which was interesting to me because I didn't realize until this point that you would draw from what's around you so if what's tainted if what's around you is tainted would you even if you are a female channeler draw tainted power well i I think this is probably more of just she doesn't exactly know what's happening honestly i mean I i don't think that this was i think it was more like she didn't want to summon the wind the machine or whatever right so she just was being extra cautious yeah okay Uh, plus she doesn't expect there to be any kind of the the only thing that they're afraid of right right now at least is the the wind the black wind Mm -hmm. and 
if if the power summons it, then there's there's no reason to set a ward because the ward would just draw the one thing that you're trying to protect or trying to guard against anyways. So, right. you know, it, it shows a, a good level of versatility as opposed to someone who's, you know, oh, well, for safety, you always do this exact predictable thing. Yeah, yeah, acts. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, uh, it, w- it was just something that I didn't realize. And then it, it makes sense. Like when you explain it. It's fair. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it does. It does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all, you know, kind of sitting around the fire, whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone is super morose. Loyal's mood is contagious. And uh, Moraine's picked up on this and she starts talking about Tom and how she doesn't think Tom's dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she's just trying to cheer them all up. And they're, you know, they point out that there was a, hmm. a fade. Um, and uh, uh, Frig, Moraine mentions it. She's like, well, they didn't mention anything about when we traveled through there about Tom dying about a gleeman dying and that's not something that would be you know glossed over or or anything like that so she's mm-hmm. just trying to restore some happiness to them i suppose right uh, it's just funny it, it's almost calculated though even even in that i feel like she you could almost just feel the wheels turning in her head she's like man this this might go south i need to keep their morale up okay like here's the thing that i could have told him from a long time like i could have just mentioned this to him but i'm she saved it for a time like this yeah because she easily could have said that right away right it's it's like packing away your food and supplies you're gonna need them eventually later she packs away her secrets and her her different (laughs) little little tidbits as you say uh you know to be able to to just pass them on to to people as as needed Mm mm-hmm you know she can't, really have them, does. can't have people be too happy at the start yeah so, and the happiness later <laughs> <laughs> happiness as a commodity interesting right well let's tell you who's not happy it's a queen <laughs> oh gosh yeah uh, this is so this is what you were saying where they're like having this mm-hmm. whole conversation and she doesn't really believe rand um and she kind of like gives off this like jealousy vibe of of elaine and and it's funny because so she's she's acting this way and then perrin just totally throws her under the bus yeah and like calls her on (laughs) it he's like oh well like that's you know uh what about like aram type thing and brings up aaron and rand's like wait who's aram and she just completely (laughs) like blusters and like ah okay yeah it was so funny Yeah. Well, she, yeah, they're all, they're all so young. They can't see the hypocrisy and whatever. Like they're all just jealous. They don't know their, their hormones are raging. I'm sure it's just, it's just a funny thing. Like Rand, Rand and Egwene again, have the most awkward relationship in the whole world. So awkward. It's It's, so awkward. And this just proves it. Right. Do you like, do you even like each other? I don't know, but they, they like each other well enough to be jealous and nasty about it right but then they also don't like each other well enough that they won't entertain other you know yeah prospects so, yeah 
get a little side piece going yeah yeah so yeah. it's just it, it's just so funny Egwene is being Egwene but whatever um and this is where afterwards you know they they decide they're gonna go to sleep that Moraine helps them with their dreams and she kind of like whatever it is that she does to to block them letting Rand know that he he can sleep because he's struggling to sleep and then you know decides that she's like you're safe here you're safe with me your dreams aren't gonna bug you like you're you're gonna be good right um so he can finally sleep and this is where that at at some point at least land points out that someone is following them yes so they that's literally the next morning once after they've all sleep slept sleep slept they (laughs) move (laughs) i see nothing wrong with either (laughs) 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 they they move on um and this is exactly that land points out that somebody somebody or something is following them um and because there's just all this like taint around them he can't tell if it if they're in cahoots i don't ever want to use that word again but if if they're working with the dark one or not (laughs) Right. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you, you'd think that cahoots would be like, uh, one of the, your, your an- fictional animal groupings. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, they are not fictional. <laughs> a, a cahoots of, of gophers or something. <laughs> uh, I wonder if there is a cahoots of something. I'm going to look that up. Um, you already promised not to use it again so we're good but now i feel like i have to um but this is like the great part also by the way where you you see like a little bit of matt coming through here he just starts shooting blindly behind them he's like oh somebody's following us and he just starts shooting blindly at them right um which land stops him from doing he's like you're we don't know what's going on like you you, we don't know who it is you can't do this Mm -hmm. um and Matt's just like, well, if they're in the ways, they're not supposed to be here. So they're obviously bad. And it's like, but we're in the ways. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's just such an obvious, like, dude, dummy, we're here too. And it's great to have that little bit because you can see Matt coming back out, even though he's been right. a dick this whole time. Um so no, it, nice. it is nice. You can see you can see some real personality there. It's yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's um, willing to fight. He's he's got fighting spirit in him again instead of just I don't know yeah. being paranoid and like he's he's upfront about things and about danger and risk and stuff. Yeah, you you get the real Matt for a little bit. Totally. So, um. Yeah. So we've got that, and then okay. So, dude, did you know who was, yes. who it was? Who did you suspect who it might be when you were reading it? Who no. was following them? No. Okay. I don't think I did either. I wasn't sure. I had no suspicions. I was like, oh, somebody's there. Okay. Yeah. I figured it was <laughs> like too. a dark friend or, you know, a Trolloc or something. <laughs> it's Basil Gill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just wants to tag along. Yeah. Oh, poor Basil. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but so that they move on. And then this is where, and again, like you, you, we saw this in the show, the, the way posts of the guidings that that loyal's been reading they've been marked up and they've got trolloc marks all over them and that's when moraine realizes that the trollocs have been using the ways that's how they got to eamon's field without being um caught or noticed or whatever right. um so 
And I think this is where they clue in that they're using the ways, but they obviously don't know where all of the gates are, where all the way gates are. Um, So it's going to be a a factor uh, later on. Um, And they find some Trollocs that are trapped in, they're like trapped in stone and rock and yeah, like dead Trollocs who have been like kind of melted into the stone. Yeah, yeah, they're just they've been incorporated into the landscape. Yeah, which I think Moraine points out that like all they're most likely were traps set up um, because now they're all in a in a hurry. The urgency is set in to get out of there, but she also wants them to move very slowly as they're going through um, to get to the way gate to get out, and she's testing every single you know, island that they step on before mm-hmm. moving to the next one. Um, anyway, so they, they are, they're going, and then this is, once they're, they're urgently going to, I think they have to cross two or three bridges before they get to the last way gate. Um, this is where Rand starts to hear Mishinchin. Right. It's an oddly poetic, mm-hmm. really, like, really violent and poetic voice yeah it's actually I, I never really realized just how like almost lovely and mesmerizing the the like cadence or whatever you want to call it that the that the wind actually was you know speaking in the way you know drink the blood you know yeah. the screams and the it, it's it's actually it's disturbing and lovely at the same time actually I, hundred percent. But, but I needed someone to read it out loud to me, just reading it, just, it, it made me feel crazy actually, yeah. but like, just, if you look at it, it, it just looks like mad and it is madness, but it's, it's somehow lovely madness. It, it's very interesting to me. Right. Yeah. It's narrated really well. Yeah. Audiobooks yeah. are a thing. They're fantastic. Don't, um, don't need to be literate these days. It's wonderful. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they, they do get to this way gate and that's when Moraine realizes there's no key to open it. Um, so now Rand can hear, mm, he can hear the voices. Yeah, Matt, mm. Matt starts saying that he can feel the wind, like this is, this is happening. Um, so she uses her staff here and I think she's trying to, I like, I didn't fully understand that. She basically directs flames at it. It's like, she's trying to melt the gate open mm-hmm. because there's no yeah. key and, you know, land starts battering at it, trying to get through once there's just these two boulders right. that are there that are left. Um, and they do end up opening it and there's light coming through and they can see that it's daylight on the other side, so to speak. So they do end up, being able to get out and Moraine is the last one out. She's kind of backing out while she ends up, she then directs the flames towards the machine chin to ward it off a little bit. And then, you know, the gate closes once she's back out of there and the, the wind fades, they, they slowly stop hearing it. Um, Yeah. So a thing to remember that I didn't really think of when I was first reading it, but whoever was following them mm-hmm. is taking the full brunt of this. Yeah. Trend. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I did not think of that. That's a good point. 
Yeah. So that that adds to once we eventually find out who it is, it, it adds to what they are. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I actually so, you know, I, I can't I can't help myself from comparing the books versus the show. Uh, yeah, of course not. But one thing I in general, I would say that I, I do just prefer the books in, in most things. And that's that's just going to be a natural thing. I, I do think one one element that I enjoyed more about the show was how they incorporated the wind into this into yeah. this scene because it it added an extra element of storytelling that whereas in the show or in, in the books you can hear what's going on in the pe- in people's heads it makes Perrin way more interesting mm-hmm. it makes Rand all of them way more interesting in in the show you can't do that without a really cheesy like kind of voiceover thing in the Absolutely. background so you need these different elements to show, to demonstrate what's going on in their heads. And, and the wind was a really good mechanic or, you know, tool, a, cra- a piece of part of craft to be able to tell the story. And so mm-hmm. I liked that. I don't, I don't mind that they didn't just get nailed in the books, but I, I just want to point that out. I, I, what did you think about, mm-hmm. about it in the show? Um, I liked it in the show because I think, exactly what you just said it, it, it's easier as a device but it also is easier to take that and you can kind of you can manipulate it which is exactly what the show did where you can know what it's doing without hearing what it's doing to each character and then now you can go back later on as a flashback like they did with Rand and hear exactly what he heard you could go back later on theoretically and hear what moraine hears like you can use that as a device yeah well yeah i i liked i liked it it's pretty fancy yeah so it was it was well done um yeah and, and this is the point once they've they've left their you know right outside faldara um and Moraine kind of makes this comment that Lord Agamar from Faldara should send his men to, to seal off this gate um, and close it, which makes sense because theoretically, like if the Trollocs are using it, they could come through. Right. So, and, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. So they got to where they're going and they really didn't travel that much. Yeah. I mean, like they, they just spend a day and they're suddenly in the borderlands. Yeah, they're there. And then chapter oh. ends. Are we there yet? We are. We've arrived-ish. Okay. And only one dream chapter. That's good. Yeah, there you go. You survived. Good. Right. Um, right. I was just going to say, so who, who would you label as the most annoying character here? Who's the Mac? Who's the Mac? Uh, Egwene. Okay, good. Because I was gonna say Egwene. <laughs> well, because they, that like Rand wants to hang out with her, be with her. He clearly missed her. She missed him, and now she's just, nah. If you're not gonna be serious about this thing, then I'm not gonna talk to you. Like, just can you just get over yourself, ever, please, Egwene? Yeah. Eventually. Like narrator, eventually she does, but (laughs) 
but holy balls i'm just if you don't like him then just stop so yeah stop stop with this farce yeah like what why did you treat why does she treat aram so much better than she treats rand yeah yeah that's exactly it you know if if she's gonna have this dalliance with aram which i don't i don't think they've you know, nothing happened between them, but she was clearly interested in him, mm-hmm. then it would be nice. It'd be nice to see her be, she's capable of, of flirting and doing these relationship-ish things mm-hmm. with Aram. And if she doesn't feel that way about Rand, then maybe just be honest with yourself one way or another. It grates on me a bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the double standard here that's getting to me. Right. So, yeah, she's definitely my most annoying character. And also, I feel like everyone else is just not that annoying. So it yeah. has to be her. Like, Nynaeve could be a little annoying here. Right. She is questioning Moraine a lot, but I think that is true to who she is. Yeah. It's her being a wisdom. Mm-hmm. I like she's being wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Egwene it is. All right, chuck another one down to Egwene. Yeah, she's racking them up quick. It's, it's a race between Egwene and Matt at this point, is my guess. I, don't, I, I haven't so. been keeping track. I need to keep track, but I mean, we have it all written down, but. Yeah, yeah, we'll let everyone know eventually. Yeah. Who is the most annoying character in book one. And actually, we would love to hear who everyone else thinks is the most annoying character in this segment if you want to tell us on Discord or or in a comment on some of some media platform, I, we might see it or might not. You know, YouTube. We'd love to hear from you guys. Who's who's the Mac in your opinion? We gotta. It, it'll be fun. Eventually, we'll start. We can start getting like votes going and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I want to know what people think. So we um, could even set up a dis on Discord. We could set up a poll every week. And yeah. let people vote. We'll wait. We'll wait for a little bit. That's that could be a cool feature eventually. Yeah, I could figure that out. <laughs> uh, I I could too. Right. I just assume that I will do it. Right. Well, let's get Bounty too. Okay. Someone <laughs> will do it. Someone will figure it out. That'll be and it'll it'll be so good. Yeah. Once we do. Yeah. Um. Any final thoughts? Uh. I- I don't know. I'm I'm excited to talk. I'll, I'll be honest. So we're we're not going to fast forward through book two or anything. I'm excited or book one even, but I'm excited to really jump into like. I I just want to. It's been a little bit since I read all of these, and I'm not going to. I may go back and refresh myself a little bit on book two. We'll see. But I, I'm excited to keep moving along and you know, explore explore all of this stuff. Uh, the book. Book one, I'm 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 glad that it's it's almost over and we can start on book two. We really start start getting caught up to where we were reading and wise, and then we can, you know. Yeah. My favorite book in the series, I make no secret about it, is book four. I'm excited for the build up to that as well. I know you've been hyping it up. I know. I I always do that, and people are like it. It was good, but it wasn't as good. I'm like, but oh, it's we'll a see. Good book. We'll see how much I like it. It doesn't suck. Doesn't suck. Awesome. 
Um, well, on that note, I think that's it. Okay. Um, yeah. So we apologize for any unkindness. <laughs> it's all in good fun. Um, yeah. So most of it. Yeah, most of it. My my part was all in good fun. Oh, my, mine was mine was definitely that too, but more than more than Sarah. So not a contest, Adam. <laughs> it is if you're winning. uh okay so on that on that happy note we'll be back in a week now that there's no episode reactions one Mm, week sad sad one week but we will be back with with more chapters um but thank you everybody for listening thanks for hanging out adam and putting up with my shenanigans It's sometimes pleasant, Sarah. <laughs> sometimes you experience pleasant, Sarah. Um, thank you. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> All right, everybody, Adam, you included. May you always find water and shade. <laughs>